Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services located on Kern Street in Exeter, Pennsylvania, near Blue Ribbon Dairy. That little rodent Punxsutawney film may have seen his shadow, but let's reverse that little bastard's plan for an extended winter and start thinking spring. Schedule a free estimate today with this family-owned and operated business and have your yard prepped and ready for summer. The shop also has house plants and arts and crafts for sale, as well as rock salt, just in case we do get that ice and snow. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Hit them up on Facebook or Instagram to learn more. The OG Pizza Man. Pizza reviewer in NEPA, Jim Mirabelli, NEPA pizza review. What's up, brother? A little bit of everything. How about you, buddy? Dude, man, it's it's been, I was just telling you, it's been over two years since we sat down last. I, for, I forget, I uh, should probably have this uh, prompt and, and ready to go, but uh, it was like February 2021, uh, you know, you... You know, you were doing your thing, but not uh, anywhere uh, at the level you're you're doing it now. So I'm excited to kind of just catch up with you and see 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 how much uh, how, how much uh, your life has changed in the past uh, two years. Well, I, every day is a new day and a uh, new learning experience and a, and a new chance to grow is the way I, I sort of look at it. And when we look at it through a pizza lens, uh, you know, trying to learn new things like uh, TikTok, right, <laughs> is is something I never thought I'd see myself doing. Um, I'm still not very good on uh, TikTok, but, uh, you know, my daughter has a, and I watch it. Now, you won't find me doing any silly videos or anything, but actually listen to a couple audio books uh, about TikTok, which is quite lame in itself. But there's so many lessons to be learned out there on social media when you can apply these principles that I've been sort of studying and by through trial and error and, you know, sort of an academic approach in books. It's amazing what you can do with zero budget if you're doing social media properly. And I'm not saying I'm doing it properly. Uh, I'm just, there's, there's so much out there that you can do on social. And, uh, you know, I like to teach people about pizza. I like to give pizza recommendations, but now I'm pivoting to sharing the things that uh, I've been learning on social media with others, uh, some, some upstart foodies and different people that want to know the strategies. And I don't pretend to know it all, but it's definitely helped vault me uh, into, you know, sort of a new level um, in the, in the social media space. So it's pretty exciting. Now we're going into some in-person stuff which i never thought i'd see uh happen before which is really cool yeah so i want to talk about all of that i mean uh i went back and looked you were episode 16 um back uh this was released on february 1st 2021 so we're well over two years now um and this will be uh episode 132 so a lot like i said has happened in, in the last two years and i'm excited to talk to you about everything that's going on. Maybe you can share with me some, some TikTok tips because I don't know how uh, to utilize that platform for what I'm doing because 
it, it's weird. It's one of those things, and maybe I should you know listen to an audio book or uh, you know watch some YouTube videos or something because, like you said, it's a powerful tool. But like for me, it's just like it's overwhelming, and it's it's like I I use TikTok for for pleasure and like for humor and things like that, and I'm just not funny. <laughs> So it's like I don't know how to like utilize it for this platform and promote what I'm doing. Um, I don't know. So when I say TikTok, what I'm really talking about is is you know modern social media, right? So like Instagram and using Instagram Reels and things like that um, are the key to growing. They truly are. And I, I did not want to do ten to fifteen to thirty second videos. Had no interest. I'd rather do a 20-minute YouTube, let me walk you through the whole process, uh, give you sort of this academic approach. And I found people largely aren't interested um, in that. Mm-hmm. Now, there, there are some who want to want you to take you through the whole process, but some just want inspiration. Some just want a quick tip. Some just want to be entertained. Uh, and really, w- when you're posting, I found that um, as I sort of looked, uh, you know, sort of externally at what I was doing, um, sort of looked within myself. Um, I found that I was just posting things for the sake of posting because people expected me to do it. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, I sort of learned that every post needs to have a purpose and you have to tell a story with every post, right? So sometimes you just, you're burned out, you, you, you put it out there, you know, um, and it, you just, it goes nowhere. And I think the social media sites, the algorithms are so powerful. They know when it's a throwaway piece. Now, once in a while, you get lucky. You know, something goes like mini viral, something like that. You get 100 likes or 500 likes, whatever. But um, largely, you get in or you get out what you put in, especially in the reels and uh, the TikTok space. And uh, where I haven't figured TikTok out, um, the, what you want to do is grab their attention in the first three seconds, right? But you have to add value. Tell them what you're going to do. Are you going to entertain them? Are you going to show them how to do something? What are you going to do? Are you going to provide them some critical information? Uh, And then make the video move. Like it has to flow and it has to go. If there's an extra three words, I used to say, what's up, guys, at the beginning of every one of my videos. Cut it. Doesn't add any value. It, nobody really cares if I'm asking what's up because you can't answer me back, right? So <laughs> cut that out. Just get in, move, talk about what you're going to talk about. I even try to like flex into things that aren't my area of expertise. If I share a hoagie, nobody cares. Pizza. <laughs> I'm known for pizza, right? Yeah. I'm also known for local Northeast PA pizza that's pan fried Sicilian and Old Forge pizza. Now, are those my favorite styles of pizza? No. Is it what I'm known for? Yes. So I can almost predict, based on the pizza that I put out there, how well the post will do. And I think it's kind of learning your niche and uh, is sort of going with that. Find your passion, deliver your passion, you know. And I, I find that, you know, local pizza is my passion. And I, I light up, I get excited about it. And I think people, um, they feel that authenticity because, like, I just pour my heart out about I'm I'm like a pizza dork, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you are real and you're honest about it and, uh, you know, you be your true self, like you are on, on this podcast weekly, just amazing that you, would you say 160 you're on now? No, I wish I'm at, uh, this will be 132. Oh, 130. I'm sorry. Yeah. But very impressive. I, you know, I, I think I started a podcast. I got to episode one and then, uh, 
<laughs> well, it's amazing how many how many people start podcasts, right? It's like because everyone's doing it. It's 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 fairly easy to at least launch, right? You know, you were saying about social media, and there's all these tools now where it's it's pretty easy to publish a podcast. But it's literally, you know, finding the time in the day and being consistent and um, just keeping at it because it is it's it's not a lot of work. I mean, I love having conversations with anybody. I mean, this is primarily. Uh, entertainment and music, but obviously, um, you kind of fill that, uh, you know, you kind of check that box because like you're entertaining people and you're providing, uh, content and, and value to, you know, an audience as well. But like to keep it going, man, it's, it's tough. I mean, I, I do these at night when my kids are sleeping, like right now it's, uh, nine 30, you just got done running your kids around town and, you know, work and school and, you know, you're trying to catch the Phillies game. It's opening day. It's like, it's hard, man. But you know what? We make time. We love it. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's two in the morning. I'll be editing videos or typing a pizza review. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I'm grateful to have a family that, you know, sort of is patient with me when I need the time to do things like this. Um, and uh, but really, it, it, it's it's our outlet. Right. It's yeah. our way to connect. And, uh, you know, it's it, these are our passion projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about that. I mean, last time we talked, I mean, at that time, you were already nine years in, but like, I feel like in nine years, you only scratched the surface of like what you, uh, where you've taken in the past two years, even your, even your background right now. Last time you were doing it, you had a, uh, like a, a TV off into the corner. It was kind of, uh, I don't want to say janky, but like, you know, you were, you weren't like ready, right? Now you're, you're like all in, you've got a nice little background. You've got, like, you updated your logo, I think. You've updated your website since then. You've done a ton in the past two years. Uh, there's collaborations. There's, um, I think you're doing something with uh, the Penguins, if I read that correctly. So um, the past two years, talk about like, am I correct in saying that you kind of like entered a new level in the past two years? Yeah, and it, you know, a bunch of things happen. I actually was just talking to another uh, another blogger, Foodigenous, who does a really cool local, super local uh, sort of food traditions um, about this. And he was making a similar observation. And, um, you know, I, I had to reflect on that. Um, so it's fresh in my head. Um, there are a number of things that I did, right? So first, um, I, the thing I was doing for like eight or nine years was anytime somebody would suggest something, I would try to be all things to all people. You know, somebody says, you got to go do this, but you got to go, well, why don't you start, um, uh, you know, do the basketball tournament or the, I did NEPA pizza madness for a while. Sure. Uh, and that was great. It was a good way to get uh, restaurants exposure, but um, I, I wasn't sure it was really advancing the mission. And it took, it, it was literally three months of my life every night, you know, answering questions and, and uh, configuring. And I don't enjoy configuring and, you know, mapping brackets and setting up. That was just, that was data entry to me. It, it just, it, it really, you know, I, I'm glad that people got so passionate about it, but the, I looked at it and I said, you know, this, I don't know that it's serving its mission anymore. Um, right. So I, I thought I, I could, I, I sort of got out of COVID kind of came and we sort of got out of that line of business. And, and then I said, I started to look at some other things I was doing and uh, they were more harder, not smarter. Right. So um, just sort of let things, things that didn't really matter to my mission, which is promote local pizza, teach people uh, how to make pizza that, at home. 
and show people great pizza products that I believe in, right? So those are kind of my three things that I said, this is, this is what I want to do. And I know I love writing. And uh, so the, the website remains. I, I really don't enjoy hearing my voice or seeing my face, but I understand um, video is the way to connect with folks. They want to, they don't want to read. So um, I've sort of learned to become a little bit more comfortable in front of the camera and sort of accept that. And uh, it really just, I, I found my voice. I really distilled down what it is that I want to accomplish here. And that is to connect people and pizza. And I keep it simple. And I use that sort of guiding light and that mission. And my values are, they're, they're just so clear to me now. And it, it does it, any project that I consider, I get pitched quite a few, um, but I just ask, does this connect people and pizza? Is this something my audience wants? You know, uh, and it's to me, it's just so easy. To, once you have all your, you know, sort of ducks in a row and the stars align, it's become so simple for me uh, to say, you know, I appreciate that offer, but it just doesn't it doesn't advance the ball for myself or the readers. And that's not self-serving. Mm -hmm. It's just my mission is here. And, you know. Uh, the collaborations that I accept um, have to be, you know, something that I and my audience are interested in. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> talk a little bit about, uh, and this is, we'll start here. Um, I see you do a lot of uh, still at home stuff and you're testing out different ovens and, and things like that. That's all, that's awesome too. And you I know you were promoting different products and like your favorites. And I remember you and I were uh, back and forth a little bit on um, uh, some pizza sauces uh, I was a big fan of, was it Rayo's or Rayo's, yep. Ra Rayo's, right? Expensive, but good. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, talk about like that part of, I mean, is that, is that a new thing I'm, I'm guessing as part of, uh, you know, who you are is this, um, you know, connecting pizza and people. Yeah. And, you know, like if you, let's take pre-made pizza sauce. I went out and I said, you know what, I'm going to go buy 50 different pizza sauces and I'm going to try them all. Right. Because there's a lot of aggregated garbage lists on the Internet that are just I don't know if bots make them or somebody just picks 10 things that they can make money off of and puts it in an aggregated list. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go use, put my reputation on the line. I'm going to actually try these all myself, right? Now you take a big hit for the pizza snobs because pizza snobs don't believe you should be using pre-made sauce. Right. Mm -hmm. But I said, what a learning experience. <laughs> I, like, you know, so I said, you know, let me try these. And then you, I, from reading the ingredients on every can, it was amazing what's in these things, right? Mm -hmm. I thought it was fascinating. So I listed every ingredient that's in each sauce right on the article that I wrote. Um, but how different they are, how many different kinds of sauces there are, how the, the disparity between great ones and just ultra terrible ones. And um, it, it's just, it, you know, you know, I, you know, you know me. I don't, I don't say bad things about uh, you know local pizzas, but you know, if one of the one of the big boy brands comes up with uh, just a disgusting sauce, you know, ultra I'll, terrible. I'll still, I love I'll still, you know, I'll, I'll still be kind about it, yeah. uh, you know, in a, in a formal way. But um, I try not to specifically <laughs> trash any particular uh, product out there because they're on the market for a reason. Some people like them uh, for yeah. a certain reason. Sometimes it's price. Sometimes it's uh, some people like uh, their sauce to taste like a tin can. I guess I, I, you know, I'm not sure. <laughs> But it, but the 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 moral of the story is I did this because I wanted to learn and I wanted to share that experience 
with my readers. Again, I took a lot of flack from the snobs, but you know who loved it? Those people that don't make their own sauce. And mm -hmm. you know what? I get hundreds of clicks every week on that article, and it's by far my uh, highest read article week after week after week. So I think that authentic content, actually doing the work and loving the work is, is what makes the difference. A hundred percent. I mean, anyone can say like, oh, that sauce sucks or this sauce is good. But like, unless you try it, unless you know, unless you test it, I mean, you're, you're, you're doing God's work right now. I don't, I don't see it as work. I, you know, I, 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 like I said, it's a passion of mine. Um, but you know, I do it with pizza products too. Um, because I, you know, trying to make pizza at home, like I've grown a lot in 10 years making pizzas. I look at photos of my pizzas 10 years ago and they were just garbage, just not nice looking pizzas at all. Nothing I was ever proud of. And, you know, I always like other people's pizza more than my own anyway. Um, but along the way, I bought a lot of bad products and I wasted a lot of money on these things. And I said, well, I know something that people don't, right? I know what's good and I know what's not. Now, I wish I didn't waste those dollars on those products, but you don't see those products on my website. I only share what things that I believe in, sure. right? So, you know, the, the olive oil or the the sauce, whatever it is, or the pan or the pizza oven. I, you know, you see, I'm wearing this Gosney, um, Gosney pizza collective, uh, sweatshirt now. So I tested out like a dozen different pizza ovens and I found that my, my favorite oven was the Gosney rock box by far. It's my favorite oven. And I said, I was showing, and you know, I could still recommend those other ovens because I, I, I try to match people up with what it is they're actually looking for, not what I want to sell them, right? So I may still recommend something other than a Gosney to them, but I said to myself, this is the oven I believe in. So I reached out and I said, hey, can we work together? So, you know, I found a spot in what um, is called the Gosney Pizza Collective, which I'm very proud of, uh, that association. And, and, you know, you can see a few um logos behind me these are these are stickers of uh you know either friends or products that i really believe in so uh that's that's really what it's about i like to work with great people and great products and uh you know i you know if, if i didn't like your podcast i wouldn't come on right so i want to <laughs> uh but that's what it's about like it's about collaboration it's yeah. about working with great people and uh you know just having fun with it um have has any of this led to like sponsorship deals um so i, I sponsors are, are just not something like um i haven't figured that out yet because now i'm an accountant by trade but in my personal life tracking sponsorship sounds like a heck of a lot of work you know and tr you know collecting money and things like that so i really don't go down that route um i've i've taken uh, accepted a few sponsorships for some projects i wanted to do uh, such as buying the software for any pa pizza madness I, I needed a sponsor i didn't have a budget for that uh expensive software so things like that i have an expensive or a um, exciting uh, project coming up uh, that I, I i'm not ready to talk about yet but I'm looking for I, for a sponsor to to get a, a much bigger project than I've ever uh, put together out there. So I'll be looking for a sponsor for that. Um, but you notice there's no banners on my website. There's no, um, you know, I, I, I like, uh, I just like to do my thing. I like to enjoy it. Um, you know, I, I am what's called an affiliate, right? So mm -hmm. if I do recommend a product and I happen to work with them, like Gosney, 
Uh, if if someone so chooses to use my link, it doesn't cost them anything. Uh, that's that's sort of how it works. But uh, sponsors, not really, not really my thing so far. Yeah, uh, maybe not, maybe sponsor is the wrong word, but maybe like oh you know, this company has like a, a pizza oven. They want you to like review. Maybe they would send it to you and say, Hey, you know, keep it. It's on us, but you know, tell us what you think of it. Yeah. That, that those types of opportunities do, you know, present themselves. Cool. I current, I just, I decline them at this point. I'm, I'm sort of exclusive um, here, here with the, with the new company, but yeah, like during the pizza sauce challenge, other companies saw that I was reviewing sauces. Some sent me some sauces to try uh, gave them a fair shake, but yeah, different, different products. You know, I, I just love trying it. Some you never see because I try them and it's not something that, um, I want to put out on my social media or on my website. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a few sponsors of my own. Um, and I think that, and I appreciate what you're saying about like not taking any on and, and things like that. Um, you know, shout out to my sponsors, Keller's garden center, uh, the V spot, Axel Rad screen printing, Paulson tours and Ionic development. Um, for me, it's like one of those things. It's just like, I, those people are so near and dear to my heart and kind of like, well, maybe not Keller's garden center, but like, I, 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 I believe in him hundred percent local business and he, he does my lawn. Um, so I want to definitely like push him and like the V spot and Axel Rad and Paulson tours. It's all like entertainment stuff that I really want to like, that I, I support and I, I want people to take advantage of um, kind of the same vein as far as entertainment and, and things like that. So um, I was just asking the question just to see if like that was something that you were ever interested in or, or got into. Yeah. Um, it's, I, 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 I want to be clear. I'm not talking negatively about no, no, I know you're not. getting I know you're not. a sponsor. I, I also wanted to shout out my sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's great. And it, it, like, I, I believe the podcast model, re, you know, requires that revenue model to support that uh, you need that, um, the sponsor model, right? Um, but, uh, and, and I can take, you know, I can work with it. I just, like I said, tracking and, and yeah. you know, uh, I, I, I just enjoy um, sort of the affiliates kind of happen in the background. Yeah, that's and, cool. Um, you know, there's not this active process where, you, you know, you're out uh, soliciting or, or whatnot, but, um, you know, that's not to say I'll never, never get there. I just, I'm trying to monetize in a different way so that I can sort of, you know, pay for my pizza habit. So well, what if Nardones came up and said, yeah, we want to give you like X amount of dollars per month to be a sponsor of your, of the NEPA pizza review. So that one would violate one of my values. That is, um, I would, I will never take a dime from a pizza shop. Okay. And I, yeah, I know they're a manufacturing company, but um, so it's just not something I okay. would do, right? I think it's a conflict of interest. If I'm out sure. reviewing pizzas, um, I just I can't um, unless I'm uh, unless I'm being paid to wash the dishes or flip some pizzas <laughs> for them. I, I won't take a dime from a, a pizza shop. That's just non-negotiable. But you know, if um, like suppliers of pizzerias, uh, things like that, okay, um, it wouldn't be a conflict of interest. It would. If I would have to feel that I could add value to the supplier and it would have to be something that resonates with my audience. I wouldn't just, you know, if um, not to say that if Subway came along and offered me, you know, 300,000 bucks for the year, I'd probably have a hard time turning it down. Right. But right. Um, I don't, not a big Subway guy, but, uh, <laughs> you know, if if it worked, it worked. But uh, yeah. I guess everybody's got a price, so to speak. I'm not saying I would I would take that, but, that you know. 
Uh, I, I think you know what, I, what I'm, yeah, of course. What I'm getting at there. What if, what if Taco Bell came along and said, hey, we want to sponsor the NAPA pizza review uh, through Taco Bell, not a pizza shop, but they wanted to use the angle of their Mexican pizza. Well, I guess I'd have to try the Mexican <laughs> pizza. And um, also, you know, they're um, – they have that uh they have this sort of slapstick campaign with uh was that Pete Davidson or something like that. I could probably make it work. I, you know what I mean? Like oh, Pete's not out work. there reviewing the the, the the tacos, he's just kind of doing this like slapstick uh yeah, he's just holding his hand, you know. Yeah, so <laughs> I we you know we can make it work as, as long as it's not, you know, I, I couldn't do something that jeopardized uh, you I, know my values or my uh, reputation, but I, and I appreciate that about you. I do. But again, this is like you said, it's a very uh, passion project oriented thing, so which is like, which is cool. It's, you know, same for me. We both have full time jobs. This is just something we uh, genuinely love to do, which is uh, I think there's um, a lot to be said about that. And it comes from a genuine place. And like, you know, you're not out there just, you know, doing a review to do it like you love doing it. And you have, you're, you're gaining nothing from it other than sharing your love of pizza with other people. Well, nothing, you know, I guess monetarily, if there's that what you're referring to, but I do gain uh, a lot of relationships. I've gained a lot of friends over sure. pizza reviews, right? So um, you go in, you talk to these owners, you learn their story. And, um, you know, I've, I've, you know, gotten some, some sort of long-term friendships out of these uh, a lot of connections and, um, you know, just things that you, you can't put a price tag on. I do gain from this and, sure. uh, you know, uh, uh, that's same. Those, those are just same. priceless. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Like, I mean, you know, you know, you can use a, a specific example or just, uh, you can generalize it, but like talk about how, you know, those relationships have, you know, blossomed into, you know, friendships or, or, or whatever it might be like, because it's cool, right? It's like, you know, you're, you're doing these reviews, you're, it's not, it's for nothing else other than to, you know, connect pizza and people, right? Mm -hmm. Talk about those relationships that you've built over the, the years. Well, I mean, here's one. I was just talking to, I'm doing for some time, I'm doing, um, with WVIA, they're, they're doing a 10-part local pizza documentary. I don't know if you saw that. Um, just on the pizza here in Northeast PA, 10 different pizzerias. Uh, so I'm going to be a part of that. And uh, I was over at Rosario's uh, in Clark Summit and doing a uh, doing an interview there. And uh, the, uh, the the producer asked me about a, a, a story. How, how, why is this, why are you here? What is, why is this your favorite place? Or what, you know, why do you, why is this you frequent here? And it all started actually when uh, I was, it was early on, it was over a decade ago. I was in and I had an okay slice from Rosario's. It was my first time there. He just bought the place at, from Basilico's and, uh, you know, started it up and the, the, it was an okay slice. And I, I wrote an okay review. Uh, about it and you know I like writing style was much more uh just scattered and all over the place at the time but um I got an email um from Rosario the owner and uh he wasn't too happy with with my with my review so he said why don't you come down we'll you know we'll talk about it we'll see what you think you know whatever and we'll try it here we go so you know I nervously went in and uh 
So we sat down and we talked and we noticed we we had so much in common. Like we worked at some of the same places with a lot of the same interests. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, he explained, you know, I came in at three o'clock when the sliced pies are not as, you know, perfect as they normally were, you know, different, different pizza guy on or whatever. And, and I learned a big lesson there. And, and if, if, you know, sometimes people have an off day, right. Cause mm-hmm. um, every pizza I've had since has been, you know, wonderful. And I we're there probably once a week now for the last five years or so, uh, or, tw- you know, twice a month, whatever it is, but we became good friends through that conversation. Now it, it, it could have been tense and we could have been standoffish and he could have not emailed me and I could have just blown him off when he did email me, but I came in and you we could, talked. He could have brought you in, beat you over the back of the head. He could have, but he didn't, <laughs> right? He invited me in, right? And we broke bread or pizza crust, whatever you want to say. And we had uh, a great conversation. And, you know, and here um, it, it just, it, it blossoms into a long-term f- friendship. And, you know, th- those examples now, um, just time and time again, I run into these people and it, like it, it's, we keep the conversation going. Sometimes it's just a text message a month or something like that. But, you know, every time I stop in to see them, we just pick up where we left off. Yeah. And I think also, I mean, I know you don't ever write anything bad, right? But this instance, it wasn't a great one, but maybe sometimes people need that kind of, um, you know, you know, truth. And they're like, you know, oh, he didn't like this. He's a he's a professional. Uh he's had a you know a thousand different pizzas in the, in the you know his life. And how can I be better? Like maybe you you tend to or you could help elevate these these people as well. I totally agree with that, right? So um so what I mean by that when I say I won't write a, a bad review, right? Bad meaning overly just this pizza sucks like yeah it's your clothes today <laughs> so let's just address that quickly so I, I if if i don't feel a pizza has value right if it doesn't score over say a five okay if we were to put a number on it um i just simply will not post it on my site i i don't post photos on my social media and I just don't, I don't feel like it's my job to go out there and tell people what is bad out there, right? You can get a lot of clicks by being controversial and negative, right? I can grow 10 times faster if I do that. If you're provocative and negative and cut people down, I don't want to do that. The thing I'm most proud of is building a positive audience that is generally supportive of the local businesses here. Um so that's that's very important, number one. Number two is I do say some critical things, meaning if the crust is undercooked, you will see that in my review. Now, will I say this is a disgusting crust because uh, it's, you know, a soggy mess? No, I won't say that. I'll show you a picture because people eat with their eyes and they can judge for themselves if it's undercooked. Because believe it or not, some people like it really soft and really like bready right but some people like if you're from like new haven connecticut you like it black and burnt what we call it char up there right um but it's all a matter of preference so what people are reading when they read my reviews is my opinion on the pizza and those who've been with me long enough know what i like and then they could say okay i either have similar tastes to jim in this or I don't, but I can understand where he's coming from. 
because he's written 500 reviews, right? So it's so it's there. It's documented. My job is not to convince you to, to go try the pizza that I just tried. My job is to show you the pizza, tell you about its attributes, and then you decide if you want to try that, right? And time and time again, I'm very successful at matching up people with pizza that they enjoy. And when people, when I do also get feedback when a pizza uh, that I recommend is not up to snuff too. And, but that's about one out of a hundred. And okay. I think 99% success rate is pretty darn good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I take that odd. That's awesome. <clears throat> as, as I would imagine it's hard to please everybody too. <laughs> oh, it yeah. is. And, and like I said, that was one thing that I, um, early on that I was just trying to please everybody. I was trying to do everything for all people. And I said, you know, like I'm going to find the audience that just what, I don't care how many followers I have. Let me just go get the audience that wants to follow. Like, let, I'm not going to go pull you in. I'm not going to go advertise and pay to go get more followers or do these. I used to try to do like giveaways and different things like that. And I just found they don't serve any purpose, right? Like the, I'm not here to do giveaways, right? Like you can't, I don't have resources to do giveaways like that. Right. So why don't I just do my thing? And if you want to come along from the ride, let's do that. Like what does a hundred thousand followers even mean? You know what I mean? Well, what is that? Like you see some of these corporations with 2 million followers, they get like 40 likes on a post. Well, right. Where did that get you? You know what right. I mean? I care about the quality of the interaction. Mm -hmm. I actually want to know what kind of pizza you like. I want to know what you think about the place that I just posted about. And when I ask a question at the end of my um, each post, I really want you to answer that because I'm actually interested. Right. I, so it's not about this like metrics game for me or growth or numbers. It's really about getting to know what it is that you like. And then I get better because I learn about your preferences. Generally, other people have the same preferences. And then I find another great pizza and another great concept. And that's I think my readers make me better every single day because they're so engaged and they let me know what to do next. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about your followers and your your audience. I mean, you have uh, twenty thousand on uh, Facebook, um, Instagram. You have a little over sixteen thousand. I'm not sure where you are at on uh, TikTok, but um, I imagine it's pretty safe to say that that audience is like you said. It's it's not you know you're not out there advertising or or promoting your page. You're just kind of it's kind of all organic and they come as you do the reviews. Like, do you see a, a bump every time you do a new pizza review or is it, is it, is it been a, a, a quick, a quick, uh, <clears throat> followership or have you, is it kind of built over the years gradually? Um, I would say very gradual. Uh, the last year has been a, a lot faster, um, because I sort of refined, you know, my social, strategies and uh, learned about when to post when my readers are looking for my information right so they uh, either they want to get ready for lunch or they want to get ready for dinner uh, they want to get ready for pizza friday so uh, i learned when they want to uh, see my uh, posts and so scheduling is very important 
Uh, I also learned what they want to see, right? And you can almost predict which posts will be uh, popular and which ones won't, right? And uh, a lot of that also depends on, like, um, I'll be very transparent about my social strategy that I've, I've, I didn't even realize I was deploying it. But like, if you go to local places and you review their stuff, you tag them and then they share it to their viewers and readers. You know, that's an instant way to. Now I stumbled into that, and I, 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 I observed this over time. It wasn't a strategy that I, I developed. I just sort of stumbled into it, but it, it's a proven way to grow on social media. That being said, uh, we asked about, like, can I, you know, how do I know what, which ones will be popular? Um, like, take, for example, you, you go to, like, Sabula's, right? I I, uh, I did a reel there. I did an article about their pizza. It's the most unique pizza in, in the world as far as I'm concerned. Now, is this is this uh, Sabula's prior to – I think they're new ownership right now. New ownership, same pizza. Same pizza, right? But is it the, was this review done pre new ownership or after? Uh, I've done it twice. I did it like really early on. Okay, and, so kind uh, of both. Was, yeah, cool. and um, so you know, I, I I wrote the article and then I went back. The, actually, in fact, the new owner, you know, asked me say, "Hey, you know, I, the uh, don't necessarily agree with a couple of things in your article. Maybe you come down and give it a shot again." And uh, I did, but. Um, that's that the, the that's not really the point. The point is, Sabula's has a religious following, like mm. of people who really believe in the product. And I went there and I tried the pizza. At first, I loved it, scored it very high the first time. Loved it, scored it very high this time. But the story to me this time was this is the most unique pizza I've ever seen. Um, and then, so that ended up being the caption in my reel that I talked about. And that thing took off. I'm not sure how many views it has, but it's, it's one of those views, uh, reels that just keep going where right? I still see comments like two months later coming up and, uh, it, but Sabula's has that natural following and they get you past the first layer, gets your content past the first layer because their supporters are so rabid about their pizza. And then when somebody says something that they agree with or disagree with, uh, they, they come in, you know, so that helps your circulation on social, but that was, that's a, that's one that kind of sticks out in my mind um, that really took off. I live about 10 minutes from there and I've never had it. Do you believe that? I cannot believe that. My it's... wife, my wife grew up on that. They call it. Um, I won't even say it because it's not. A, it's not a. It's not a derogatory. Uh, I'll just call it sc- scab pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think I think a scab, and I think it's something something gross. I didn't want to like be negative, uh, but I mean it's it's not because it's just it's they, people love it and they eat it, and uh, I have yet to have that. So the scabs I learned are the <clears throat> the cheese that melts over the edge right. and sort of burns. Right. But you can order, like, you know how you can order at Long John Silver's, the, the fried crumbs that fall yes. off? Yeah. You can order the scabs, like, as a sidecar. Like, okay. <laughs> as, like, an appetizer. Wow. You know what I mean? All right. I, I learned that after the fact. Because, of course, my readers told me about it after the fact. Now, I wish I knew going in because I would have ordered them. Right. And then, you know, eat them like cornflakes or something. I don't know. But I have uh, to get over there. I have to get over there. I, I've been living, like I said, 10 minutes from them for the past... Oh, it'll be seven years now. Uh, never had it. 
Gotta change that. Crazy. Especially because it is the most unique pizza. It, it is. And the more the even the more fun part about eating the pizza is speculating what's in it. Right. A lot of theories out there, potato in the dough, it's this kind of cheese, it's that kind of cheese. Cool story. I, I uh you know, just I followed up with the owner after and I said, Hey, are you gonna put this potato myth to uh to bed for us? You know, like like I I knew totally knew he was gonna blow it up. But uh really cool fun fact. Uh I told them, I was like, you know, I, I have people tell me that they look through your dumpster and like to see what <laughs> um and many people have told me this yeah. over the years and uh and they try to find your like sauce labels and, and things like that right and uh, he says well they're not going to find anything because they burn everything in the coal furnace downstairs oh, wow. okay so you're not going to find the recipe to sabulas because That's it awesome. doesn't it doesn't exist except for in like one person's mind under lock and key yeah it's very oh, cool I, the mystique is like just uh, it makes me just want to go back again and again because it's just it's so cool. I want to I want to take another stab at what's in that dough and what cheese they're using because it's. I'll tell it's you so what. Cool. Next time you go, even if, if if it's not a, for a review, just to go have a slice or get some pizza, hit me up. I'll meet you there. We'll do. All right. Let's do that's, it. No pressure. I don't even have to do a review. No, I'm gonna do it. No, we'll just we'll just we'll just enjoy uh, uh, some pizza together. But um. I'm, I imagine well, real quick. I'll try and get back to this question when uh, we get past this. But from a marketing standpoint and and, and things like that, um, you kind of deployed um, your a stamp of approval, so to speak. And in fact, it's funny because today I was at Dino's Pizza in the uh, Wyoming Valley Mall, and I saw on there. Uh, the counter or on the glass that they have at the counter that this pizza is NEPA pizza review approved. That's pretty neat. Oh man, that's a that's an idea I had oh, before you and I last talked. I just never had like a budget to, you know, go create stickers like that. Um, so you know, doing the affiliate thing sort of helped me afford things like that so that I could sort of give back. And, you know, it's a cross promotional win-win, right? So sure. um, I, I created this, um, this sticker. It has a little QR code that takes you to my, my website where the review is. It says any PA pizza review approved. Obviously, you know, I'm just describing it mm -hmm. uh, for the readers at home. And it's actually the, the background on my Facebook page. So if anyone wants to see, but uh, so what I do is, and there's a guy called the pizza Hulk. He's a Jersey pizza reviewer. And I saw he actually did it. Like he's, he's giving his out. So I finally said, Hey, bud, that's, I want to do this for a while. Would you mind if I took your idea? You know, I had thought about it for a while, but he was the first to execute it. So I, want, I always give him credit for uh, me doing this because uh, he's he does a great job and he's been doing this sticker thing a lot longer. Um, but uh, you know, I didn't know. Like, I don't. I, first thing, first rule with me, I assume nobody cares about what it is that I'm doing. <laughs> Same, right? dude. I Same. assume nobody knows me and nobody cares. Yep. So when I give them this sticker, I tell them like, I, some people probably throw it away. I don't know what you want to do with it, but. This is my stamp of approval. I appreciate what you're doing. You know what I mean? Good job. And um, you, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, people get excited about it because, you know, people, if you're in the restaurant business, proud, you, don't, yeah. you don't always hear good things, right? So uh, it's a nice way to just 
a physical form to say like, hey, great job today, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are putting it on their doors or their display cases. And that is really, that's quite an honor. It's quite an honor. I, I give them the sticker. I don't necessarily expect them to do anything with it. Right. Because like, what, who am I? What's my, right. what's my opinion worth? Whatever you want it to be worth. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Probably really cool that, you know, when you, when you hear or see those out there and uh, in the wild, <clears throat> I, have, I have to get a lot more out because I didn't buy them until, you know, about six months ago. So retroactively, I have many to get out. So as I'm sort of driving through towns where I where I see a place, oh, I got to stop and drop that. I owe Sabula's one. I forgot to give it to him. I was taking in the story and I forgot to drop the sticker. Well, when you get when you go in there, I'll meet you. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Uh, what I wanted to ask before is um, you talk about these. Um, Oh, what's the word I want to use? Um, not old wives tales. That's the wrong word. I, I'm trying to think of. Uh, there's a movie about the whole thing, but like you talk about the, uh, you know, at Sabula, people looking into like their garbage for, you know, what the ingredients are. I would imagine there's there's probably like people are really proud of their pizza. People, you know, there, there's different styles of pizza. People are very, you know, there's there's pizza like that. You know, can't be re- repeated in you know the area and god forbid you leave any pa i mean they always say you can't get a fucking good slice of pizza outside this area have there been other stories that you've come across where you know like a, like a folklore about uh you know is there a potato in the crust and, and things like that oh um <laughs> yes i i get messages like periodically we'll say um, you know, Maroni's is a big one. That's like a legendary place in West Granton that people are, Oh, I know, you know, the cheese and the, this and the, the, okay, sure. You know what I mean? Or like, and, or victory pigs, another one people. Oh yeah. It, I don't think you do. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but let me just say this, right. Here's, here's, here's an important point, right? If let's say let's say like let's say pizza loving gave me their recipe right now wrote it down told me how to do it not a chance i can make their pizza not a chance they can literally spot me the ingredients and the recipe the process the way they do it the ovens they use the mixer they use the water they use the temperatures the humidity that they have it's not going to come out like that that's the magic of why we have so many different pizzas that's why every pizza is different here in northeast pa it's you can't recreate the conditions that exist right and sometimes it's just the hands that are kneading the dough that makes all the difference like can't replicate it so like i said if if anyone handed me a recipe uh, what am i going to do with it right unless i'm there doing it alongside and i know how to do it you know I, so I don't I don't buy in too much to you know people that say they they know the recipe um, and honestly I I don't even want to know them right because <laughs> like you know that's like you don't care yeah it's not important yeah you it know and good. like I like and, and if I, like sometimes like a friend will be will tell me like uh, I have a buddy he likes uh, Dino Francesco's I happen to have worked there for five years have no idea what the recipe is but I like to go and emulate what their pizza tastes like for friends, right? If somebody says, oh, I like uh, 
you know, um, just I like uh, our Carol Janelle's. I don't know what their cheese blend is. I'll take a stab at it. And that's my way of playing like pizza chopped, right? Mm -hmm. Like just try to make it happen and, and do the best. You can. And that's fun for me because like, I'm the guy that never liked the magician to reveal his tricks. I like to just, you know what? You got me good. You know, and that's the magic of it, right? Like, I don't need to know your recipe. You did a great job. Yeah. It, that, let's leave it at that. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It tastes great. I, I mean, I do. I, you know, <laughs> I'd yeah. love to be able to do what they do. I can't, you know, right. I make my style of pizza. So you think that's what it is? It's, it's the, it's the humidity, it's the water, it's a, a bunch of different variables that can't be repeated on or in other parts of the country. I mean, you can make it close. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? You can, you can make a pizza close. Um, but I'm just saying there's so many variables yeah. in, in dough in particular. Um, you know, like it, there's, it's not going to be the same. It just, yeah. it, this, you know, and um, it, it particularly it, it happens. You, you mentioned an, an owner taking over, um, and that's happened a lot right? during COVID. We had a lot of changeover, uh, folks selling and going out of business, and then new owners taking over. And the first thing you always hear is it's not the same. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know if that's a psychological thing or if the pizza is actually different. Maybe, but what yeah. I do know, it's usually a new person handling the dough, a new person making the pizza, a new person, you know. Uh, here's something as simple as, um, what I remember my first time making pizza sauce. I used a giant immersion blender in the restaurant. And uh, my boss came out and said, oh, what are you doing? Well, we don't use the immersion blender. We use a hand crank blender, uh, you know, a food mill. Sure. And I, at that time, had no idea why it was such a big deal. But. <laughs> The flavor, the texture, everything was different, especially since like any seeds that were in those tomatoes, I was like emulsifying them and the seeds of the tomatoes make just not a great flavor right. where yeah. the food mill sort of coaxes them and even removes some of them. Mm. Uh, but those little tiny tweaks, just how you do it, change the end result. Yeah. I mean, you know, a guy like me would never even think about stuff like that. That's why I don't make a pizza. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's, bad pizza. It's well, no, I don't know. Would it though? Like it, it's all it's all relative. Like it's, people, what those if, those seeds would be staying in there. People would be chewing on them. Be bad news. But some people prefer that flavor too, right? So sure, or yeah, it's I mean, what you grew up with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pizza is such a a tradition, you know, in so many people's lives, and that's what I think. You know, you talk about you know a, a platform that you have. It's like. You're you are talking about something that everybody loves. I don't know anyone who hates pizza, and if they, if that person hates pizza, I don't want them as my friend. In fact, one of my friends stopped eating pizza for I think I don't know seven, eight, ten years. I don't know why, uh, and I questioned our friendship over it. Um, he has since come around to uh, start eating pizza again, but I mean, what a what a great food to. Um, you know, just I don't want to say bond over because that's kind of sounds cheesy, no pun intended. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's like there's nothing better. Like, like Pizza Perfect is a, a perfect example of uh, a, a, a tray of pizza that, like, you know, I have friends that moved out that lived in Dallas uh, near Trucksville, where Pizza Perfect is. We we grew up there. 
who are you know college in the area and they moved out to you know Penn State or Pittsburgh and things like that. And when they're in when they're home, you know, we we kind of make it a point to go and get um that pizza from when we were 18, 19, 20 years old that we kind of, you know, uh it takes us back to those times in our lives. So it's pizza's very uh I don't know, it's it's uh has definitely has like a nostalgia to it a lot of times. Oh, it does end up so like pizza brings back memories. One of my favorite posts, I do it about twice a year, is I, I ask my readers to share with me their favorite pizza memories. And you get paragraphs. And like you can almost feel like you were sitting at the table with them because it's so vivid and so clear to them that they associate this great memory with their grandmother or grandfather or parents or friends, whatever it was, or a win after a football game or whatever it might be, uh, those great memories are there and you can't take them away. And like people, the pizza is an emotional food. Uh, and then, you, you know, talk about talking about pizza. It's kind of like talking about the weather, right? Um, <laughs> now, you and I were having a great conversation here and you're very easy to talk to, very approachable. But I actually am not a great interpersonal uh, type speaker, right? Um, meaning like, I don't know how to start conversations very well. Okay. And I think a lot of people, when they, you know, recognize me perhaps in the supermarket or whatever, expect me to be like charming and outgoing. I don't, I don't know. I I think people are largely disappointed when they meet me because, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little awkward, you know what I mean? Or maybe a lot awkward, but pizza breaks that barrier for me. It, and it, it, it helps me connect to people in a way that I otherwise would not have been able to connect. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not going to say it's a superpower or something, but like, you know, I have this little anxiety. Like I, I, do, I feel like I'm going to say the wrong thing, right? But if, if you can ask somebody what their favorite pizza shop is, or you know, like tell me about what you think about that, or like, then it gets started, and then you can kind of get into some other stuff on a more personal level. Uh, so I'm very grateful to have this sort of built-in icebreaker in my life, and um, it, it's helped me in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, like <clears throat> I relate pizza, like. Uh you know, people kind of bond over it. Uh, you know, beer, same thing kind of brings people together and it's a, it's like a communicative, communicative thing. It's not even a word. I don't think, but um, you know what I'm saying? Like it just kind of like people can do a lot over sharing a pizza or, or sharing a beer and, th- and things like that. And I also think that, you know, <clears throat> a lot of these places, uh, do such a great job of giving back to their their local community, whether it's providing uh, you know fundraising efforts for a school or you know a football team and things like that. Like I don't think people realize how impactful um, these these local places aren't only serving us pizza; they're also a, a huge part of our communities. Can you agree? Can you agree to that? You can hit it right on the head, right? So, like I say, these small businesses are the backbone of our communities, right? So, they're they're taking their profits and they're buying dance shoes and sponsoring a little league team, uh, and they're not, you know, paying a CEO a bonus, um, a bigger bonus than he or she otherwise would have had. And that is not to say uh, negative things about you know franchises like Domino's or something like that, because look, local people own those too, and local mm-hmm. people work there. 
But the locally owned mom and pop shops are the unique, quirky, different, blood, sweat, and tears, family-owned, generation after generation, like family-supporting, community-sustaining enterprises that we really need. And if we let them go away, we become areas like, I don't know, the Midwest. And there's this is not a knock on the Midwest, but people, I have so many of my followers that leave Northeast PA and they tell me, it's a piece of pizza wasteland out here. There's nothing mm-hmm. here. They have, you know, Papa John's, Domino's, a few other chains, and that's it. Um, and that is ubiquitous and boring to me, right? The fact that you get a, the same exact slice of pizza anywhere in the country, that's not a good thing to me, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to have the same experience twice. I want a new pizza every time. Now, if I order the, you know, grandma pizza at Rosario's, I expect a very similar grandma pizza the second time that I bought it, right? But, you know, I don't want this ubiquitous, spongy, you know, thing that they refer to as a pizza at, you know, one of the chains. So that's just me. But other people, they like the consistency. That's why McDonald's and Burger King and all these other large chains exist, like, because people want to know what they're getting when they go there. Yeah. I mean, I hope the one who's watching this or listening to this uh, gives me a shift for this, but I mean... I think Domino's. Um, I mean, it's not it's not good the next day reheated. Uh, it's actually terrible. But I mean, you know, when uh, it's you know midnight, one o'clock, when other places are closed and they're still delivering, it's a good pizza. There's literally, I I am not saying anything negative about I Domino's. Know, here, I right? Um, there's I don't think Domino's competes with our local pizzerias. No, they don't. They are, they are a fast food pizza that is selling on price, even though you can really rack up a bill quickly when you add on those options, but convenience it's convenience is what they're doing and speed, right? So they're going to get it there in 30 minutes. You call one of our local guys on a Friday. Sometimes it's two hours to get a delivery. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't call you can't wait. call Jerry's or uh, Antonio's on a, a Friday in Lent and not uh, get a busy signal for two hours. It's kind of part of the magic, though, right? The, yeah, it, hell it's yeah, in demand, right? You know. Now I'm not a big. I don't like. I'm not a big wait in line guy. So I, sure. you know, I, I'm more uh, inclined to order on a Tuesday than I am on a Friday. Smart. Uh, I, I probably. <laughs> I, I think I would drive my wife insane with the. Oh, you want to order out now? Uh, you know. Because yeah. I believe, uh, also, I believe that ordering on a slower night or a slower hour of the day increases my chances of getting the best Quality. representation sure. of what a, a place can do. So yeah, uh, that's full transparency on how I like to order whenever smart. possible. You're a smart man. But yeah, I, I think people talk shit on Domino's, and that's fine. I think pizza is also subjective, and that's, you know, thieves their own. But uh I don't, I don't hate Domino's. It's got its purpose in the marketplace, right? And like I said, I don't think they compete at all with our local mom and pop shops. Have you uh, tried, there's two, I believe just two, maybe there's more, but uh, Pizza Hut has come back. I uh, I saw that, um, the, the new Pits- Pizza Hut. There's Pittston um, and Kingston. Uh, so my last Pizza Hut experience, um was not at either of those locations, but you don't see it on my website. Okay. And, uh, it was, it was, I, I had no sense of nostalgia and I grew up on the book it program. Yeah. Um, same. 
then I, you know, you get your your small personal pan pizza while your parents have to go buy buy a fifteen dollar pan pizza, right? Yeah, and a pitcher of soda. <laughs> but um, I, you know, it, it, we'll leave it at that. Um, I, I didn't write about it. Well, if, yeah, um, if you if people listen this this far through and they heard you say that, they know where that or what that means. So, however, I didn't tell you what the location was, and I'm saying those new locations. I didn't try them. Okay, could have been you know something else. Um, but, uh, I did see though, that I don't know if you saw, there's a, there's a new, uh, new food blogger pizza guy out, uh, Di Mateo's food fight is out. I don't know if I you wanted, saw him or not. I wanted to talk to you about him. So let's, let's, let's do that. Um, I, I, I was, it was, it was funny cause I saw him pop up and he kind of popped up out of nowhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, good looking guy, great beard. Right. And, um, he has like. A full blazer, like a, a pizza. I don't know if it's embroidered or if it's a or, or a patch or whatever it might be. But I'm like, oh, who's this guy? And, I, and I'm like, I wonder if you know, is this? And I, I know you're not this kind of guy. I, I know that you weren't like, oh, this this guy. What's what's he doing on my turf? No, you're not like that. I'm not saying that. Um, in fact, I I saw you guys do uh, a video uh, on social media together, which is cool. But uh, yeah, talk about this guy. He came out kind of, kind of out of nowhere to me, and uh, I, I was when I saw him, I thought of you immediately, just because you are the OG pizza reviewer in NEPA, and um, you know he, he he's he's doing his thing too. So um, let me just first say, anytime a new pizza person comes to the area, I get messages from people like, <laughs> "Can you believe?" And it's like, guys, I don't own this area, <laughs> right? Exactly. I, like, look, but but here's the thing: if someone's out there and they want to put themselves out there to, you know, bear themselves to the world, you, I mean, you know what it's like. You're putting yourself out here every week and support local businesses by giving them publicity. I'm all in, right? Oh, yeah. So thing. I, you know, there's also the Pagash Review guy, right? Met him too. He does great work on during Lent. He does. Uh, potato pizza reviews right right so uh, you know i i do what i can to help him grow because like part of my mission right sure. it's like connect people and pizza i don't like to review a lot of pagash pizza it's like it's too heavy for me plus like i like to save my carbs for like the pe- you know regular pizza if you will <laughs> yeah um but like like I said, I, I like to support the foodies who support the local businesses here, right? Right. And I am like, to think that I would be the only person that has a valid opinion on pizza in Northeast Pennsylvania is ridiculous. Right. Um. And like, you know what I mean? And like, I don't force my opinion on anybody. And, uh, you know, like, I welcome more foodies out there to, you know, we have so many great businesses. I can't even get to them all. Right. right? Yeah. Um, so I'm all in. But anyway, specific to uh, Brian, uh, he just uh, switched his name to Dimatea's Food Fight, which is cool because um, he's a, a cage fighter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, interesting. And so the, I think the name really fits. And uh, he's got that cool. He's got like a news thing going on there. So I, right. I played sort of a, uh, a reporter role uh, right. in his video. So it was a lot of fun. But totally different type of content totally like not even in the same realm but the thing is if if we're just being ourselves there's literally no one that can copy being me right, right. 
I have a whole unique set of experiences. I have a unique perspective. And like I, I myself would not be interested in what I myself have to say, right? Like I always say, if I had to live with myself, uh, that would be a terrible thing, you know? Because so like I welcome all these people into the the you know. I don't know if you saw. There's the the French onion soup girls that go. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, I don't know if you know who's behind that, but um, I I mean, I used to hate. Well, I shouldn't say that. I didn't even I didn't even know if I hated it. I just I heard onion and soup and i'm like i'm out and it wasn't until i met my wife that i decided to give it a try and i was like holy shit i've been missing out for all these years i think it's great um and it's also that's it, also a, a dish that is different everywhere you go and it's amazing that's that's a, i think an amazing thing about food in general right it's like nothing anywhere is the same your, your cheesesteak here is different than your cheesesteak over here and that's like one of the coolest thing about businesses and, and food and just everything and people, right? People are we're all different. And um, yeah, I was wondering if you knew about that that page and, and who's behind that because that's a cool little uh, um, source to to reference. Oh, absolutely! They're doing an incredible job and they're consistent too. They pump out the reviews like once a week. So, and that's the hardest thing about food blogging or blogging at all or podcasting is being consistent and showing up and being reliable, right? Because once you start, people start relying on you and they want to see it consistently. You know, you take a month off, you're, you know, you're all of a sudden you're not relevant anymore. Right. Um, I'm not sure if they, the French onion uh, ladies want, want to remain anonymous or not. So let me, I'll I'll message you them off the, off the air. um, Cause I've I've spoken to her uh, several times, so we we actually are have planned a collab, and my cool. schedule just didn't uh, hasn't hasn't worked out yet, right? Um, I think you and I were committed to do a, a pizza review about we have, over yeah. two years ago, and yeah. didn't happen. So I apologize. I'm, I'm no, a little delinquent good, with everyone. Sorry good. about that. Well, you were even th- you even threw it in my lap, saying like, "Hey, like if you, if there's a place you want to like check out, let me know." And I honestly, I, I just um all the places that I really enjoy, you've already also have been to and, and reviewed. So I was trying to think of a place that I've never been to. And it's just kind of one of those things. It's like out of sight, out of mind type of type of thing. So. And now, and just a, uh, something on the places I've been to. Right. So early on, I went through and I did the, I'm going to have the cheese pizza. Cause that's what I like. I like just like a cheese pizza. Um, but I found that a lot of places, their signature item is just not, a cheese pizza, right? And people tell you immediately, as soon as I post the review, what'd you order that for? That's not like, get the fresh <laughs> tomato or like, yeah, you go get like, I've seen that. Yeah. It has to be the hot wing pizza there. Right. And like, it's just, it, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> uh, like uh, Cal Russo's for, for instance, like the, the, the white fresh tomatoes, just that's the move to me. Like that's the one, like it's what you do there. Um, but, you know, so I've been trying to, uh, be a little more responsive to people that uh, like when I get clusters of people to say, oh, gosh, you, you know, you didn't try this there. And if I hear from five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 people, then that motivates me to get back, right. To go try it again and try uh, whatever specific menu item they, they told me to get. And I think it makes for better content too, uh, because it's more interesting. Um, a plain cheese pizza um, doesn't photograph necessarily well. It's it's not something that um, 
like it's just it's it's not interesting content um, yeah although it is my favorite kind of pizza but i found people really want more than that right so we're doing all sorts of crazy stuff now like vidaro's <laughs> did a um um texas wiener pizza and uh, i had made one um a detroit style one of those few months prior and i thought it was gonna be disgusting but i just wanted to try it right so uh, i have um my mom, she works at uh, Krispy Kreme, and uh, the, the, I, I love taking pizzas down to them because they're honest with me. When I make a bad pizza, they tell me it's bad, right? Um, and they, they're, they're more kind about it, but I could I know when there be you know when it's not a good one. So I took this Texas Wiener pizza down, thinking it was going to get thrown back at me, <laughs> and. Um, uh, I usually wait, you know, and then I'll get a couple hours later, I'll get the feedback and. I got a call immediately. Can you make another one? Cause like they were all in on this and I was like, man, but it's like, it's kind of gross. Like it's got hot dogs and chili and mustard and onions. <laughs> and um, now I happen to like uh, uh, chili dogs to myself, yeah. but like the pizza didn't strike me as something anybody would be interested in. But uh, Vidaro's recently did it out in Blakely and he like flew off the shelves. Like just people went crazy over it. Um, so, uh, you know, these, these things are interesting and coincidentally, the video I posted of Vidaros did very well because it was interesting and different. And, uh, you know, it was, if, if something that people hadn't seen before and it's controversial mm-hmm. and if that's as, as controversial as I get, like, yeah. is this pizza or isn't it pizza? Right. Where do you draw the line on what is a pizza? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I could draw a line i mean if you can fit it in a triangle or fit it in a a rectangle on on dough then you know it's it's pretty it's it's fair game to a to a degree in my opinion for what it's worth that's pretty much where i'm at we have a lot of you know purists out there that you know it's it's got to be a neapolitan style sausage cheese and it's got to be from this town this whatever but you know, I like to have fun with it. You know, I have a really open interpretation of what I think pizza is. And uh, I don't think we should be limiting ourselves to, you know, the, this very narrow set because, like, there's so much to, to be adventurous about in, yeah. in, in pizza land, you know. And if you don't like all that stuff, everyone offers the plain cheese anyway. So, of course, yeah. go for it's it. Standard, right? Mm-hmm. Now, have you, and forgive me if you have, have you tried or reviewed pizza bella or have you tried anything from amadeo's specifically the shrimp and hot peppers pizza so amadeo's i haven't been there um maybe that's our place that's that's your that's that's the place maybe that's our place maybe that's where we do it and shrimp and hot peppers is like an nepa thing it's so good it is so good I don't think other plate when I ask people from other parts of even the state about this, they, they, like, what, are you, what are you doing up there? What do you, you know, like, um, I, I just don't think it's a, a normal combination. What are you, what are you doing up there? Well, I mean, the people me. are like, good. Hey, what are you they doing don't up? go together, you know what I mean? But, um, so I was just at, um, uh, Bar Pazzo, I did this. Uh, the, yeah, the, I saw I was, that. Like, the announcer up there, the March uh, Madness for, or whatever it was. Yeah, the coolest pizza event of all. Like just the coolest thing. Chef John Tabone, he's the man. Oh, 
It's but they made eight different pizzas, eight chefs each had a pizza. Well, Tobon ended up it was anonymous as to who made what, but he made a shrimp and hot pepper pizza. Oh yeah. Damn. It was just bonkers. It was it was out of like it was amazing, just incredible. Like um they some one of them did like a like a Philly style roast pork, long hots, broccoli rob type thing. Just wow, it was an incredible event. But anyway, shrimp and hot peppers. Yes, I've tried it. No, I haven't had Amadeo's. And then the other one was, have I tried Pizza Bella? Yeah. And this is one where I listened to people. Um, they said, the hot wing pizza. Do the mm-hmm. hot wing pizza. Don't yep. bother with the No, I still got a plate anyway. That was pretty good. Um, but the hot wing pizza was special because the sauce is special. Mm-hmm. It's it's hot. It's sweet. It's like smooth. It, yeah. And it was awesome. Chunks of chicken swirled it on top. They do yep. it their own way. It's it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, I would have had an okay experience if I just did my cheese pizza thing, right? Because, like, the people were wonderful. And, you know, the pizza was good. But, like, the showstopper was the hot wing pizza. And I'm glad I listened to the readers because, like, I had something really noteworthy. And because people already knew, the people who are in the know – supported that post because it's like yeah i told you so, told you so yeah and i would have told the same thing i would have told yeah, you the same thing right and you might have been one of the ones that commented on it but um Maybe. but that like i think that's really the you know this kind of comes full circle back to how to grow on social media is like really listen to your followers they're there for a reason mm-hmm. speaking of followers and i think we should definitely try and if you haven't done amadeo's yet they have they have different kinds they have uh red fresh tomato and basil and garlic um open face white double crust white double crust with spinach or broccoli but i mean my favorite hands down shrimp and hot peppers well that's what we're so gonna get if you want to do that if, if we want to uh, a place that you haven't been to yet <clears throat> new place for you a little new experience as far as uh, that that you know from them anyways the uh the shrimp and hot peppers let's do it amadeo's is on notice all right shots fired we're coming <laughs> i think you're a tougher reviewer than i am but uh it's hard for me man like it's um not a lot like knocks me off my feet it it takes there's a handful of restaurants that like i leave and i'm like wow that was fucking good um a lot of times it's like that was good that was it mm-hmm. was it was it tasted good it was it you know it came out hot it was all good uh, and not just pizza, just restaurants in general. But like, there's a handful of restaurants that are like, you know, um, Bistro on the Ave is is one of those. Like, wow, that was fucking good, and it's good every fucking time. And and the French onion soup from there, I actually commented on the French onion page and saying like, you gotta check this one out. Um, the Ricasa on Main, they have a pasta dish that was like out of this world. I was just like blown away. Um, the Beaumont Inn is one of those restaurants that I was like, always like, wow, this is amazing. But, uh, yeah, it takes a lot from, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm a nobody. I got, I don't have any kind of culinary experience or, you know, no one should judge or, or no one should take my advice or, or take a review from me, uh, so to speak, because I'm, I'm a nobody, but it takes a lot for me to be like, wow, for what it's well, worth. I'd say a couple things about that. First, I mean, are we all nobodies, right? But um, <laughs> yeah. but I, I, you know, you, 
I asked a question the other day on my Facebook page. Should a pizza reviewer know how to make a great pizza? And I, I didn't ask that people assumed I was talking about myself because I all happen to make pizza and review. But I actually was interested in what people had to say. And I think it was about 50-50. But a lot of people said, no, why, why would you have to know how to make pizza to judge a pizza? And I thought that was insightful because, like, you have all these experiences, right? If you travel and you try a bunch of things, those are relevant experiences. And, like, if you take every experience you have, like, and take it seriously or at least, you know, uh, use it in a in a way that like you're filing each one away and you're comparing one to the other. You're judging what. So I don't think you need to be this you know, this chef to be able to judge a pizza or, or judge whatever it may be. So I would I would I would say that first. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's both. I mean, there's like I think that's a pro and con for both, right? It's in my opinion. I mean. It's good that you couldn't, right? Because you don't know, you know, how the sausage is made. So you're not kind of critiquing it in that retrospect. You're just kind of like, it's just, you know, service level. Just I'm taking a bite, and I like it for what it for what it is. I'm not I'm not analyzing it for whatever reason. But also in the same sense, you know, knowing what you're talking about, knowing what you're reviewing, there's a lot of uh, street cred, you know, behind that too. And I think that's, that's, you know, your angle, right? So my angle is like, look, I've been making pizza for like well over 20 years, you know? Right. Um, and I study it and I, and I, I show up making pizza every day. Like I've never made one before. Like I want to learn. I'm a blank canvas. I want to grow and get better. Uh, I like to listen. I like to a- ask questions, but like, um, but you don't need that experience. Like t- in order to gain an audience or be a pizza influencer you have to be a known commodity and people have to know what it is you stand for and like what constitutes a good pizza for you right so like um our most you know the most famous pizza reviewer in the world right he likes thin crispy well done pizza that his followers know I imagine he couldn't make a, uh, a you know a great pizza but his followers know he's when he finds those pizzas and they happen to like that type of pizza, they flock there, right? Are you not going to say his name? Because oh, I was actually go ahead, go for it. I was I was going to uh, bring up uh, the last time we spoke. You were getting some uh, unkind messages from the stoolies. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I still get those. I was going to yeah. ask you. So, so yeah, yeah were you, are you purposely not saying his name? No, I mean, I just, I don't go out of my way. Um, okay. You know, I, I watch, see some of his content. I don't, I don't go out of my way for, I don't, there's just not a thing, okay. you know? Um, so like, I just kind of do my thing, but I was just giving an example that people can relate to. Right. Um, that like, totally, totally, like, I don't view my content as anywhere similar to anyone else's. Um, but like, people know what I like, right? And they can, they can either enjoy what I enjoy or disagree and avoid what I enjoy. And usually they just avoid me altogether and don't follow. And that's great because like, I'm not, I don't want to force my opinion down, um, it, you know, at you, you know, mm-hmm. so that's sort of how I sort of how I approach it. Cool. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about some of the, the partnerships you've, you've, uh, kind of, uh, created over the recently, um, we can kind of wrap things up and 
I don't want to take too much of your night. I know you've been busy all day and by another busy day tomorrow too. But um, some of the partnerships you've you've created over the past uh, couple of years, you know, since we talked last, and I know that you are uh, featured uh, on the Weekender now uh, since that came back as an online uh, only uh, publication. Um, and then we also touched a little bit earlier on the uh, the penguins. Um, I think you're involved in that to a to an extent. So, talk about these partnerships that you've created over the past couple of years and and how they're important to you and why you decided to kind of explore those opportunities and and kind of uh, where we might see the NAPA Pizza Review uh, down the road. Yeah. So um, to. You know, for a certain extent, I always like to have and control my own content, right? So I get a lot of inquiries from people to say, like, hey, you mind if I do this or if I do, you know, but like I work hard on my content. So I like my play, my website, my social media to be the place where um, I sort of, you, you come to find my stuff on my page, right? Right. So I, a lot of times I don't, I'll just turn it down. It's, um, but the weekender is something that resonated with me because, you know, I used to work on public square in Wilkesbury and in courthouse square in Scranton. And you remember that? I think I forget was it purple or the yellow. I forget, but they used to have the newspaper bins and you would take out your weekender and, uh, weekender was, weekender was red. And then in Scranton, they had the electric city, which was yellow. Oh, yellow. Okay. Got yeah. it. So, but, I, you know, I remember that and you find out which band was playing where over the weekend. It was, it was great. So there's a certain bit of nostalgia there, but they were also, you know, respectful to, you know, me being in control of my content. But what it, what I gained from it is um, a piece of content I create lives on again to another audience, right? For example, so I'm, I'm sharing my video of a local pizzeria through the weekender now. And that local pizzeria gets another shot at getting some eyeballs on it and, you know, getting some more community support. So that was really uh, what that was about. And, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, speaking with them, I, you know, I understood their vision and where they were going. And, uh, you know, I, I, I thought it was a good opportunity to, again, it aligned with my mission of connecting people in pizza. Um, now the penguins, like, if you just give me one second, I, 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 I'm very proud of this with the penguins here. So yes, just give me, yes. give me a second. I got to show you. Yep. Got the Jersey here. Okay. So first uh, I've been a penguins fan since I was a kid, a Pittsburgh penguins fan. And by default have been a Wilkesbury penguins fan since they uh, arrived. Yep. Obviously huge pizza fan. So when the Penguins reached out to tell me that they were going to change their name for a day, I said, what do you need me to do? Whatever it is. <laughs> um, so we talked about a couple of crazy ideas, whatnot. And uh, we decided that I would be unveiling the jersey. So I made a, I don't know if you had seen it, but I made like kind of a kooky uh, dad humor slapstick uh, unveiling video where I was playing hockey horribly in my driveway um, fell down a few times, so take a look at that, <laughs> those outtakes. <laughs> um, but uh, so this jersey, which I, I'm getting a lot of people asking me, where can I buy one? To my knowledge, they're not for sale. Uh, but this is like my prized possession here. So very proud of that. Working with the Penguins, love the love the Penguins, love hockey. And uh, so this one is just uh, a cool, cool partnership that I'm, I'm super proud of, and uh, was able to sort of 
that's, think that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I, th- I think that is, is that part of the game on April 1st, which is Saturday? Yes. And so, All yeah, right. I'll be down there. You know, so anyone obviously. listening to this, um, you'll have, have, you'll have missed it if you weren't there. Um, this is being recorded today is, uh, March 30th. So what we're talking about now is going to happen April 1st, uh, which is Saturday. But, uh, yeah, there might be shirts for sale. Shirts, hats, um, pins. I think I have a sticker somewhere up here. Yeah. I'm not sure. Over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> up top, you can see them up here. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. says it looks like SpongeBob, but I think it's... Bit. Yeah. So does a slice of Old Forge pizza. It looks like a sponge, sure. right? So yeah. why wouldn't it look like SpongeBob? So I think I, I saw the artist while he was finishing up the drawing uh, down in Wilkesburg. What a talented guy, man. What a great job he did on that. I, I'm like it, incredible. I wish I had that skill to create art like that. Really cool character. Love it. So it's so the team name is going to be Old Forge Pizzas. Yep. Now, again, this is going to be after the fact. Is it on April 1st? Is this like a, an April Fool's type of uh, thing? Or is this just kind of like a it just coincidence that it, you know, they're they're doing a goof on the day of April first. Um, no, I, I think they. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how they chose the date. I, I think it's just maybe coincidence. Yeah, coincidence like it's okay, definitely not a joke. Um, no, no, the, not a, um, not a joke in that. Like this isn't to be taken seriously. It's it's again, you know, Old Forge Pizza and, and Pizza Capital of the World, and it's a cool that the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins are are even entertaining. Like you know, bringing local people in. I'm just saying, like you know. Could they change the name of the jerseys for a day and then just kind of like have fun with the the whole day of and and things like that? Yeah, and I saw today they just put up a, a video of the the Penguins players trying Old Forge Pizza for the first time, which is was pretty funny. Just seeing like you know some were or not from uh, the state, let alone the country, and right. uh, you know their their faces were a little. Uh, you know, I always love watching somebody eat the Old Forge Pizza for the first time because usually they're loving it or hating it. There's not yeah. usually anything in between. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's yeah. It's good or bad. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Be okay on it, but yeah. You know. But uh usually people have strong opinions about it, which is I think makes it even even cooler. People are proud about pizza, man. It's cool. Like I said earlier, it's uh you know, people grew up with a certain kind or a certain restaurant and whatever it might be. So people are passionate and I, I mean, I love people and their passion. You know, it's, you know, again, going back to what we said earlier, like you and I, this is our passion. This is what we do and we love it. And uh, with that being said, I mean, what's, uh, what can we expect from uh, any PA pizza review in 2023? We're, we just wrapped up the first quarter of the year. Still early. A lot of plans ahead. Maybe stuff you can't even mention yet. I think you alluded to, a thing that's coming up soon that you can't talk about, but is there anything this year that you can uh, disclose? Yeah. So um, like I said, I want to, um, I expect to be a part of that, the WVIA uh, pizza documentary. I think that's going to be super cool. People are going to be all about it. Um, you know, the, the project I'm referring to is sort of a longer, uh, longer format video, not a, um, not a real, right. So I want to do something a little more professional, you know, like my video style, I call it authentic, which is double speak for low rent. I use my cell phone to fill things <laughs> yeah. or film things. Dude, um, dude, but it's good though. It's, it's like, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I am, but like, there's a lot to be said about being genuine. And 
I think the, the success that I've had, not only doing this, but even in sales when I was at the Weekender, I don't know if you remember that or not. I was the Weekender for a long time. Uh, I was the, the GM at one point, but the success that I've had at the, the radio station or, or Weekender, the radio station, you know, my current job now at Axel Rad Screen Printing, like just being a genuine human being, you know, there's a thing that goes a long way and people want to do business and, and they want to follow those people and they want to support those people who are just genuine. There's no ulterior motive. There's no, um, you know, you know, we're not, we're not two-faced. We're, we're genuine people doing what we love and it, that really comes through. And I think that's why you've had a lot of success as well. So. I measure success in the relationships that I developed through this. And yeah. you know, I've developed a relationship with you and I'm really grateful to you have me on the program twice. Now you're a very, very talented interviewer. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so, but uh, you know, so that that's how I measure success. People look at metrics and things, but really, you know, this is fulfilling and this is uh, you know, this is just, this is just my passion. And I think you, you know what that's like mm -hmm. um, to share. So that is, that's how I measure success. I'm having fun. I'm fulfilled with this and uh, I love it. Yeah. But I'm sorry, I cut you off about your time about this year and, and, and you know, your videos being low rent. <laughs> yeah. Low rent. And I'm proud that they're low rent, right? Yeah. Like oh, uh, yeah. I use um, let's see, my phone is somewhere, you know, here's, uh, this, that's, that's my whole film crew right there. Now I, yep. I, I did, I did upgrade a little bit of a, I got a, one of those clip on microphones Whoa. getting kind of fancy. You know I mean, Bluetooth people, are, people are going to start thinking you're selling out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I got a lot of complaints from readers saying, yeah, your audio sounds like garbage. So, you know, so I, you know, you, you try to grow with the times. Well, here, I'll tell you this right now. Um, I appreciate your setup. You came with a professional microphone. Um, not a lot of people come to podcast interviews with uh, a good setup and, and audio. Now, audio, I think uh, people have accepted um, a little poorer quality, especially since COVID happened because a lot of stuff was just being done over the internet. But audio is important, especially when you're listening to it just in earbuds or headphones. Like, if it sounds like shit, people don't, are going to turn it off. So, uh, you know, that 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 upgrade is, is a good thing. So, I have to agree with, you know, that uh, addition for you. All I thought it was bad suggest. before. I'm just saying that. You no, know, hey, I don't get bad. Like, I I love constructive criticism, right? So, like, and also love the trolls, too, right? They come out. <laughs> like, it makes my day when the trolls come out, right? Yeah. It, it just means, hey, you stop by. You, yeah, you you're paying attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, usually, but. A lot of the times, though, you, you you call them out a little bit, not in a mean way, but, you know, and you end up, oh, geez, I didn't realize there's actually some substance here, or, you know, and then, like, you find some common ground. Some guy was telling me uh, all Pennsylvania pizza was trash, and I said, okay, well, let's talk about the places you've tried and, you know, when you tried them, and it was one place 20 years ago where he formed his opinion about an entire state. And the next thing you know, <laughs> we're talking about maybe, you know, meeting up sometime to try yeah. some local, you know what I mean? So, like, and that's another, I think pizza does unite people as well. For sure. And, uh, For sure. We need some, some, some more pizza in the world, right? Yeah. You know, more pizza, less war. That's right. More pizza, less guns. I mean, I'll you're the... You're the printing guy. You can you can get the shirts going. I know you're right. There's a lot of shirts I want to get made. There's a lot of shirts I want to make get made. 
But but yeah, like back to you. Uh plans for twenty twenty three. Oh yeah. So like I said, I, I want to do just to see that I can pull it off. I want to do a little more professional piece or two or three or four. Um but uh, also really focusing on getting to those menu items that people are, you know, specifically telling me to get to. Um, and, um, you know, and I also want to gain a little perspective, get to, the, you, know, you know, a big city or two again. Like, I think that helps when I get to New York, New Haven, Philly. Um, would love to get to Chicago. And, uh, you know, because I think people are saying, well, you're NEPA pizza review, but I gain so much perspective. Uh, when I have these different pizza experiences, and I think it makes me better, for sure, uh, more well informed, and uh, I think it's important to you know sort of get out of uh, your shell a little bit. Yeah, your growth, you know. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then just more more collaborations, and like just working with good people, finding good people, and like you know lifting them up, sort of lift each other up, and you know just kind of go from there. Um, but really just just keep growing keep learning that's really my my whole game for 2023 hell yeah and i remember our first discussion we had you introduced me to the cupping pepperoni oh yes cup and char cup and char you actually i i uh so our, our interview back then was it was released on the the first of february but it was maybe a week or so before that i actually made that uh for the uh big game that year I remember going to Wegmans and I was texting you or whatever. I'm like, where do, where can I find it? And I was like, I was on the hunt and I found it finally. And in the deli. That's all I've used ever since. Oh, the way, that, the way that cups and little grease that kind of sits in that little reservoir there. It's, it's the best. You can't go back to the flat pepperoni. No, that's to. garbage. They should stop making that. Yeah. Although if I'm having like an old forge kind of pizza, I, I don't like the, the cup pepperoni doesn't make sense to me like sure. how they lay they, they lay it flat you know three on a slice like to me that's just how you eat it you know yeah um but cup and char it's yeah. hard to go back it's that char it's on the top that, that that uh outside there it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing but oh it really is jim always a pleasure talking to you and i hope that we make this trip to amadeo's a reality let's do that we can make some content out of it we can uh, we can bond over it. We can make new friends over it. Not with just each other, but just the the restaurant itself. Maybe some people that are there. Um, and we gotta do it soon because you never know these, these places. Like we're in, we're in fortunate times where places are here today, gone tomorrow. It's a it's a tough business. Uh, I respect everybody who's out there hustling and grinding and. And putting out good product and, and and serving us good pizza and good food and good French and soup and everything. I have a lot of respect for um, those places, and I'm glad that there's people out there like you who are are taking them and and, and elevating them to a a, a level that uh, you know they, they deserve. And you know it's a it's a great thing to be a part of. So thank you for doing what you do. Uh, any restaurant out there that listens to this or is watching or whatever it might be, you know, a lot of respect. So. Hey man, much props to you too. Like you're shining a spotlight on all kinds of things local, and that's it's so important. Local is in small business and individuals and storytelling so important. I love it. Um, and then you know, like spread the word. Hell yeah! Well, thanks for your time. I appreciate it, and uh, I'll hit you up behind the scenes, and we'll get that uh, date to Amadeo's figured out. What's uh What's your website? 
Website, nepapizzareview.com. Easy and, enough. Uh, all my socials are at NEPA Pizza Review. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Very cool. TikTok, get on that. Uh, yeah. Check out Jim. He's a, a quality guy doing quality things and, 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 and leading people in the right direction as far as food goes. So check him out. And uh, Jim, I will talk to you very soon. Looking forward to it, buddy. Thanks right. so much. I'll talk to you.